0: I told you there are children in the room, some of you, this probably feels like a wrestling match more than it does a church service, and tell you what, I've been thinking about you all week, I'm going to honor that with the shortest message I've ever preached at Momentum Church, you are going to witness history, okay, Uh, usually my intro is about 15 minutes long, I'm going to try and do the whole thing in that time, okay, sound good, give me a thumbs up if you're with me, give me a thumbs up. Hey, people online, we love you, we see you, we're glad you're here. I'm sorry, you're missing out this week because in just a moment, all of us are heading outside To eat delicious breakfast burritos, to hang out, to fellowship, to enjoy one another's company, and you just don't get that online. So, hey, listen, wherever you are, however you got here, however you're seeing this, we love you, but I'm telling you, something special happens when you're here. Here's the message, guys. In one sentence, you will never be a perfect parent, but you can always be a praying parent. You will never be a perfect parent, but you can always be a praying parent. Now, listen. 13 to 25-year-olds, here's two, two reasons you need to listen up today. Number one, you are deciding today what kind of parent you will be one day, okay? You got that? You are deciding now who you are going to be later, so this matters now. Two, if that doesn't sell you, then just swap out the word parent with person, okay? Parent with person, and there is a bird flying around. To all of you who have attention issues like me, I'll catch you outside for burritos, okay? You will never be a perfect parent but you can always be a praying parent. Hey, if you're got if you if you're a kid in the room and you're near your parents, shake them a little and say this with me. Just say, you're never gonna be a perfect parent. You're never, come on, show, show them some love. But tell them this, you can be a praying parent, okay? Here's the deal. I don't tell you that to deflate you this morning. I don't tell you that to discourage you this morning. I tell you that for this reason. You can lay down, guys, your mistakes, failures, whoopsies. You can lay down your idealized vision for what your family is supposed to be like. And you can lay down today, right here, right now, your pursuit of perfection. Because let me tell you something. You're not going to get it perfect. You simply won't. There is too much change, too much fallenness in our culture, too much drama out there, too much going on, too much uh, information, too much misinformation, too much bad advice, too much change, too much transformation. It's all going down all at once. And can I tell you something? You are not going to do it perfectly. But here's the good news this morning the power of prayer is enough. The power of prayer is enough to cover all of your faults, all of your failures, all of your weaknesses, everything you do or do not get right, all of it can be transformed, changed, and made to the good through the power of prayer in your life. I believe this because it is rooted in the promise of Scripture. James 5.16, he says these words, The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. You say the blue words when I read it. okay? The, power of a right, or the prayer of a righteous person is what? Powerful and effective. And effective it is more powerful than all of the fallenness and problems that exist outside these walls it is powerful enough to get your kid through it all the power of prayer is enough to get you through whatever it is you face whatever the adversity is whatever the drama is whatever the thing is in your life and in your family and in your world where you're like why am I dealing with this. Why can't this be different? If only blank. Can I tell you something? The power of prayer is bigger than your if only. The power of prayer is bigger than learning disorders. It's bigger than disabilities. It's bigger than your shortcomings. As a mother or father, maybe your family is not what you thought it would be. Can I tell you something? The power of prayer is bigger than you're not where you thought you would be. It is powerful, and here's the other word, it's effective. It is effective at propelling you, your family, your kids, and those coming after you. It is effective at propelling them into their God-given destiny. And that's good news for us this morning. It means you don't have to be perfect. It means you're not going to be a perfect person, a perfect parent, a perfect blank. But you can be a praying parent. Now, I'm going to just pretend, again, we're like most of the way done, guys. We're doing it, okay? I'm going to pretend you ask me, Matt, that's great. I like that. But how do I pray for my kid? How do I pray for my children? Let's, Let's talk about that for a second. I got four quick ones for you. Number one, you can borrow a prayer from the Bible. You can borrow a prayer from the Bible. Here's how it works. You can just take a favorite Bible verse and turn it into a prayer. So, for example, let's imagine you like this verse in Proverbs 4, 23. Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Let me tell you something. You can just start praying that. No matter who you are or where you are or how you got there, you can just start praying that for your kid. You go, I like that verse. Let me just pray that. God, guard my kid's heart. God, guard them as they go off to college. God, as they go into school or out of school or into whatever they're doing this summer. God, guard my child's heart, please. You can take that verse from the Bible and make it your prayer. Here's the one I'm doing, okay? Uh, I do this, this simple phrase in in Luke's gospel, and Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. There's four beautiful things right there. That's my prayer for my kids. Right now, when I walk by, when I see their schools or if I'm driving by their school, I go, God, grow them in wisdom and stature and favor with you and in favor with people. It's all right there. Check that out. In wisdom, that's mentally. In stature, what's that? Physically. In favor with God, that's spiritually. And in favor with man, that's relationally. It's all right there. It says that. And so when I go by the school, I'm just, God, grow them wisdom, stature, favor with you and favor with others. I don't know what you picture when you picture your pastor praying for his kids. I don't know if you picture me for three hours going, oh, most heavenly, holy father, Lord of hosts that has dined, blessed me with these beautiful children from the womb. And would you please bear fruit in everlasting? Look, no, it is simple, guys. I'm like, Lord, bless them. Okay. I got things to do. Okay. Wisdom, stature, favor with God, man. But here's the, cool thing. You can take any verse you like and make that your prayer for your children. You can borrow a a prayer from the Bible. Two, you could borrow a prayer from me. It's as simple as that. I'll teach you how we've taught our kids to pray in the home. Every single night before bed, when we pray with them, it's this simple prayer right here. They repeat after me, hi God, and they go, hi God. Thank you, God. They go, thank you, God. Love you, God. And then we pray this, make us strong make us bold, make us loving, and make us wise. We, we, did, we did hand motions. Make us strong, make us bold, make us loving, make us wise. They're doing it. See, it's working. And then usually Bear screams as loud as he can when we get to the Jesus name. Amen. So we just do that as a family. That's our prayer. Go back one Luke. Hi, God. Then they say, hi, God. Thank you, God. They say, thank you, God. Love you, God. But look at this. Hi, God, that's, oh, go back one, sorry, Luke. That's relational, hi, God. Thank you, God, we're cultivating hearts of gratitude. Love you, God, that's the most important commandment. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then in, go to the next one. We don't pray that God insulates us and protects us from all the yuck out there. We pray that God gives us what we need to shine our light in the world around us. Make us strong, make us bold, make us loving, make us wise. Number three. You can treasure your child in the presence of God. This is, this is here, Here's the win on this one. Some of you guys are busy. And I start talking about, hey, you need to pray for your child. And you're just thinking about the schedule and everything else that you have to do. And you're like, how in the world am I going to add something new to the schedule where I have, to, I have to pray for this kid? What does that even look like? And when am I doing that? Well, can I tell you something? You can just stop what you're doing anytime and treasure them. And that's prayer. There's this cool verse uh, in Luke also where it's talking about Mary and she's watching the life of Jesus and all the things that the angel said were going to happen and it's all happening there and the hand of God is moving in the life of this little kid and it just says, but Mary treasured these things and pondered them in her heart. That's prayer. And here's the deal. Some of you are already doing this already because mom's in the room. Look at me. moms. I don't want to pretend like I know you too much or make any assumptions here, but I'm pretty sure when you see your kid and they're doing something so sweet and innocent and pure and kind, what do you do? You pull out the phone and you treasure it. And can I tell you something? That photo opportunity can become a prayer opportunity when you invite God into it. It is enough. For you to take an extra breath when you take that prayer and just thank God in that moment. That counts. That's prayer. Mary, mother of Jesus, set an example for us. She treasured what was happening. And that's prayer. Last one, last one. Guys, we're doing this. Look, I told you. Last one, number four. You can speak life to your children, you can speak blessing. To them, words of encouragement, telling them who they are and what you see in them, and blessing them is a form of prayer. We see this all through the scriptures. Um, Abraham did it, David did it, Simeon did it, Paul did it, and most importantly, Jesus did it. You remember? He was traveling with the disciples, and Peter was always he was a total blockhead, okay? And so he never got it right. And he was always putting his foot in his mouth. And there was this time when all the disciples and Jesus and they were hanging out together and they spent time together. and Jesus is talking to them and he's wondering if they've been watching who he is and what he's doing and 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 they were going hey hey disciples this is Jesus to them guys you've been watching me who do you think I am and Peter responds to Jesus and he says you're the Christ the son of the living God and and the stars aligned and it all worked out and for the first time ever Peter got the answer right at Bible study and listen to what Jesus says to him Matthew 16 verse 17 Jesus replied blessed are you Simon son of Jonah for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood but by my father in heaven and I tell you that you are Peter and on this rock I will build my church and the gates of Hades are death. Death will not overcome it. Could you imagine what that meant to Peter? Just words of blessing from Jesus to him. Words of blessing saying, hey, you've got it. His name wasn't Peter at this moment. His name was Simon. Simon. Jesus renames him. He speaks of vision. He goes, "You people call you Simon, but I'm telling you, you are a rock. And what you're doing here is right and good. And that's the very proclamation on which I am going to build my church. Jesus spoke blessing. And that was prayer. We've been practicing this at our house. Okay, I'm going to be descriptive, not prescriptive. I've told you how we have these Lion King moments at my house. And I will grab a child after they have done something good, lift them up, and just tell them how good they are and what they've done and how much I love them. And I've always thought, like, man, if only my kids were in the service and I could show you how we, oh my goodness, come on, let's go. Let's go, let's go, I go. We just do it, and if something good happens, you just grab one and you go, this is my Penelope, and I love her! She's smart and funny and intelligent! And it works, and it works. You can sit down and make noise for Petty. But here's the deal, here's the deal. You can do that. And listen, I know I'm obnoxious and loud. I get paid to talk, okay? I get shushed a lot in public. But you don't have to grab a kid and hold him up and do the whole thing. You can just speak. You can just be, hey, you could be on the drive and you're saying, here's what I see in you. Hey, I watched you navigate this one situation the other day and it was incredible what you did. You can just speak blessing to your kids. Tell them what you see in them. Tell them how much they mean to you. Tell them that, you know, whatever comes to mind. Can I tell you something? That's, that's prayer. And that matters. As a matter of fact, it matters more than ever. Band, you guys are coming back up. Here's why there are so many voices out there telling our children who they are and are not. And those voices are full of lies. But well, here's the good news, Mom. Here's the good news, Dad. Your words weigh a thousand pounds in the life of your kids. I know this because in the book of Genesis it says that God created mankind in His image. We are made in God's image. When God speaks, He shapes reality with His words. Parents, when you speak, you can shape reality for your children with with your words. Yeah, they might roll their eyes. They might go, oh gross, can you please stop? but who cares? It is our job to speak blessing. It is our job to contend for these kids with our words. It is our job to be sources of strength and light and truth in a world that doesn't have any. So I'll remind you, you will never be a perfect parent, but you can be a praying parent. You will never be a perfect parent, but you can be a praying parent. Would you guys stand? We're gonna worship with two more songs and then we're gonna feast together.